kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Testicles, one, two, testicles. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back at it. A young crack addict. It's good to be back. Thank you so much for tuning back in, everybody. I am, I am your humble host, Troubles Garcia. And joining me the one to two is the best co-host in the motherfucking planet. Big tank salute, salute. Salute, salute. What's popping? What's bragging, big dog? What's good, dog? It's nice to hear your voice, dog. This is Paranoid Radio Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. The best show with the best content for the le- best fucking listeners. And we have an amazing episode lined up for you guys. Second episode of the fucking week, dropping bombs of knowledge with Ghost Joe from Warp Reality Podcast. Now, before we jump into NC, Big Tank, how are you doing, bro? How's I'm big good, big dog. We're not chilling, fool. What's up with you, bro? How'd you spend your Valentine's Day, big dog? Speak to me. Uh, I didn't have sex. You know, you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm gonna say you're pretty unromantic. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. What is pretty unromantic? What does that mean? I, I, I think you quote unquote, and there's no punchline. You already got the cow. You already got the milk. You already got the calf. No need to maintain. Dude, did you just call my wife a cow? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know with the things how things are going right now. That's what I said. And that's what I said. Don't take it the wrong way. <laughs> Doug, I don't know if I should be insulted that you called her a cow <laughs> or or happy because you know how farm animals are going extinct now that so you need to grow your own eggs and shit. Like I, I don't even know what the fuck, Doug. You got your own legs. How there you go. There I got yeah, I got my own hand. I got okay, I got it. Okay, so how are you doing? How did you spend your fucking uh, Valentine's Day? Uh, it was groovy. It was groovy. My wife had to go work, but we still went out to eat. All right. A uh, little mutual exchange. Nothing crazy. But it was definitely, definitely, definitely. I saw time. I saw what she gave you, dog. And it was a very creative, very awesome fucking uh, uh, present, dog. I like it. I got it. flowers, big dog. I got flowers. You did? One of the very few times, big dog. How does that make and, you feel? And, I, and I'm old-fashioned, big dog. Anybody okay. with any type of thing on me, I'm going to put out, big dog. Call me old fashioned big dog <laughs> word word are you the type of guy that when you i know you give big presents i know you're a big spender guy when it comes to giving gifts to your wife and that's what i love about you and i really look up i look up to you because of that plus you got married at a very young age and for you to have those moral values tells me a lot and you know you were you were raised authentically mexican and i love that shit so i'm just giving you that right now off the bat but first of all like if are you the type of guy that gets offended if they give you a small gift when you give a big gift or no or... no no i could really care less i mean even then i like for example, you, if she wanted to throw this big extravagant party and she tells me, oh, we have to do something big for yours. No, nah, I mean, I could really care less. Right, uh, right. OK. okay. I, I even if I don't receive anything, it wouldn't offend me, to be honest. Uh, I mean, if like that's a, what I can. Talking like, like a true awful male. I like that. Uh, I no, no, not necessarily that. It just I mean, at this point, uh, <laughs> I want to say I want to say at a certain point in life, you just like I. 
It is what it is. As long as you take care of your own, I think that should be more than enough. You know, I'm the type of guy that gives very basic gifts because I'm a very basic guy. I have very basic colors, very basic flavors. So when I give a gift, I don't expect anybody to give me back because when you give and do favors, you don't expect favors back, right? Or give gifts. Agreed, it has to come agreed, out of your heart. Agreed, so agreed. when my wife gives me an expensive gift, I feel so indebted to her that, for example, if she gives me a wallet, I, I want to say 50, 60 bucks, right? And next year, I have to give her an iPhone. Double or triple the price she gave me so then she gives me something that's more expensive than an iphone like last year she gave me a fucking play, a ps5 guess what happened dog i have to come over here and give her a tablet and some other fucking goodies didn't you give uh, her a baby uh, <laughs> 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 all right i'm done all right connect the randomizing machine and give me the preview review randomizing machine do your thing <laughs> That is right, ladies and gentlemen. This is right. Read you a preview review from Apple Podcast. Ah, oh, actually, woo woo. Woo, woo woo, actually pretty good. Two hands going up, crazy. Natalie five oh three five stars. These guys are a little slow. What? Wait, what? <laughs> wait, kill me. Wait, wait, kill me. <laughs> wait, these guys are a little slow. But they make me laugh and really have good topics. Natalie 503, fuck you. Not playing. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie 503, this episode goes out to you. Thank you so much for that amazing review on Apple Podcast. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys want your reviews to be played and uh, uh, re read live on the air, make sure you drop a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts absolutely free. And now, Big Tank hits bird, hits plane. Nope, it's what is happening. It's Paranoid Radio. Big Tank, what is happening? What is happening, my people? You guys know the deal. Oh, what shit. the fuck is happening around this world? I'm going to give you guys two stories. I want you guys to official two cents plus my two cents. And oh. let's see what the fuck happens. Because we're going to pause that bitch into the bank of knowledge, my people. <laughs> the bank so, of knowledge. So, so, so. Something very special happened this past weekend that happens every year consecutively. Has not been shut down for many generations now, which was the Super Bowl. Oh, damn. I, uh, good, good. Okay. 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 Uh -huh. okay, okay. okay. So. One of the performances was done by Rihanna, okay? A mm -hmm. uh, multi-mogul platinum artist, one of the best in our generation as of right now. Absolutely. But, but there's a lot of things that happened that did not get covered or were sideswiped while you were watching TV. Whoa, here so, we go. So, 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 as it cut off when they played the fireworks scene they cut it off and she was actually shown to be throwing up the pyramid the illuminati sign however you guys want to put it Rock why what the fuck was it blurred out oh man and these things are done i think by design i don't think this look people will say oh maybe the camera right but when the cameras turn to a different angles they're programmed to be at that specific location to hit that specific specific angle, right? These are all coordinated, choreographed, right? Filmed events, right? I would assume. Yes, yes. No, no, heavy. Everything in her show was nothing but triangles everywhere. Her stage was outlined as a triangle. 
everything yeah. was there her being the center of attention and being red followed by a bunch of disciples is actually a lot of symmetry uh no not similar uh, the, 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 the symmetry uh, 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 Throwing up the rock sign, Illuminati ass princess. Okay, what else we got? <laughs> what happened though? What else did they cover? Whoa, whoa, see, that's what it all comes down to is that it wasn't your typical performance. I'm gonna be honest, if I had to rate it through, I don't know, through the last five Super Bowls, I want to say it was towards the very bottom. Whether it be yeah. whether it be number four or five, you know what I mean, it was a I, know, I, I think it's because she wasn't showing any, any. I mean, she wasn't showing any skin. That's what it is. Uh, I wouldn't say that. She, I get it. She's pregnant. You get me, but she didn't have that explosive feel. Two questions. Which is something. Would well, it make it more explosive feel if she wasn't pregnant, showing more skin? How many points more would she would have been more explosive? That's a good no, question. No, okay, okay, okay. Uh, not so much a skin part. Uh-huh. But you do have to remember that I'm pretty sure she played it safe because she was pregnant, so she couldn't do all of the stuff that she normally did. Remember, she was hardly moving. Yeah, word, overall, word. you get me. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, bless you. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank that's you. Right, that's right. Um, but with that being said, I had a feeling that they had to tone it down a bit to keep her safe, right, from falling exactly, from that big stage exactly, in the air. Yeah, exactly. that's right. Word. So it's up for debate what actually happened, what we actually saw, what we didn't see. I want you guys to input. Did you guys feel any type of way about that performance? I want I, you guys to let me know. I, I want to share something. Um, I I like her pregnant. I find her attractive pregnant. And I'm not the type of guy to fuck a pregnant woman. I mean, there's no, no shade there, right? People fuck with my brother. He's a he's a pregnant woman chaser. I don't know. He likes to fuck pregnant women. I don't know. All right, I'm, I'm fucking exposing people here. But the thing is that she looks nice. And she looks, for, I think this is the second baby, right? Like, she looks second, nice second, of being second. pregnant. Yeah, she, she doesn't look too fucking beat up or whatever. She can still... Yeah. <laughs> 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 on to the next one. On to the oh, next man. one, people. Before we touch, uh, touch your subject, did you guys know that the average cost of flowers goes up four times its original price around Valentine's Day? Get the fuck out. Oh so, 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 this literally just came out in the news yesterday. For a simple arrangement of 12 flowers, which is a dozen for some people that don't know that, just letting you guys know, mm-hmm. it will normally be about 20 to $25 to make it look nice, make it look pretty. Jesus Christ. Guess how much that similar arrangement went for Valentine's Day or a day before? It was 24 bucks, you said, right? In here in yes. LA? Yes. An Easy. arrangement. An arrangement, make it look all nice and pretty. Easy 120. Easy. Easy 120. 80 bucks, yeah. I'm on that range. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there's a craze going on uh, called something called uh, uh, Las Flores Buchonas. Yeah, Buchona, where yeah. it's roughly I don't know I want to say 72. I don't know, 72 100 roses whatever yep. it is it's this big old bouquet looks really nice to a certain degree it's just a bouquet though it's nothing fancy literally they Word. just put them all together they put a nice paper around it just because it's a lot okay yep guess what's the estimated cost for 150 roses like a real big Flores Buchona 
Uh, I want to say a dollar a rose, one fifty to one eighty. No. Average on an average day. On an average day, yes. Okay. Valentine's Day. Uh huh. Valentine's Day, three hundred bucks. Four hundred fifty dollars. Get what? Four. Yes. F- there. There. Okay. For fifty <laughs> roses. For fifty roses, it was a hundred twenty dollars. You know what? There are dollar twenty-five cents per rose in downtown LA at the New Rose District or whatever the flower district, and because um, I bought my wife one of those Buchon, um, a fucking uh, Ramos, and uh, it seems like yesterday. Only... No way. No, not yesterday. No, no, no. I bought it for her for her birthday. I think you were there. Remember you walked me oh, through the best little areas. Yeah, yeah, you're right. She she shut up, boy. I didn't buy her flowers. I took her out to eat. She cheap, doesn't cheap like ass. flowers. She cheap ass, cheap ass, cheap ass. That's what they all say. She said, "I don't even. I can't cheap eat ass. flowers. They just die. I want to take me out to eat. I'm like, fuck, I'll take you out to eat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll go with that. All right, all right. The point here, yeah, cheap. I, low key, fine. I'm not gonna blow, blow 450 bucks on a fucking bouquet of flowers. Oh, Nobody's but... asking you to blow 450 bucks. So I'm gonna tell you that right now. Well, you're telling me right now that the inflation shit is like there's a craze on flowers. Like, yeah, there is, there is, there is, there is, there is. Okay, okay. Exactly. Keep going, keep going. So, so they were selling the flowers for about 125, $1.25 per flower. So, like for 72 flowers, I paid almost 90 dollars, and it was clean. It was amazing. It was cool. I mean okay. that was a good price. I think that was a good price for seventy-two flowers. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was. So, getting back to it, mm. they okay. So if you buy without the arrangement and you do it yourself, because it doesn't take a genius to make a bouquet, <laughs> you could actually get you could actually get two dozens for twenty dollars on any normal day. Yeah, you get two dozens. Okay. So a lot of people have actually started making on their side hustle, especially out in the suburbs, because downtown gets hectic. Oh. It'll be packed left and right. So yeah. just a heads up for next year, people. If you guys are interested, come two, three days before, buy your stock, whatever you're gonna need, and it could be a side hustle. I mean, there's definitely money to make. There's you could sa- Is this devils. why is yeah support for them? <laughs> Some more funds? A what? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just call them Payne Dejos? Payne Dejos, first name Payne, last name Dejos. Oh shit! You know what? I've seen a lot of side hustles in the middle of the streets on some fucking on uh, on um, neighborhood areas, like no fucking commercials, no fucking uh, no businesses, right? And like you make a left turn on a random ass street, there's like fucking bouquet of flowers for sellers right there. Who and they're, I mean, decent price, and then the fucking shit's half-assed, all wrapped together, half-assed. I've seen that shit. I know but people are making money. They're fucking smart and intelligent and creative. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yo, yo, exactly. My people, this was what is happening on the regular schedule broadcasting. That is right, Big Tank. Thank you for those two amazing stories. As always, doing an amazing job. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to jump in from the deep end of the pool and set the mood. Science says time travel is impossible. Traveling between certain points of what we call time, it's every man's ultimate dream. As I once mentioned before on this show, he who controls the past controls the future. Some of us may portray time travel as a paranormal activity, a phenomenon where ghosts and spirits dwell until judgment day comes to set them free or banish them into internal damnation. And some of us paint time travel as as a not so distant forbidden reality where time travelers come from a distant time to shape our everyday life that I call gift, the present day. From the four major time traveling aspects comes an amazing podcaster, showman, law upholder, paranormal enthusiast, and a Warp Reality podcast host and creator, the man with the plan, Ghost Joe from Warp Reality Podcast. Welcome, Ghost. Hey, what's going on, man? Good to talk to you. How's it going, brother? (laughs) How's it going? 
I'm doing right, man. I'm doing good. It's an it's a privilege to have you on our show again. You dropped bombs on October, uh, and you brought in um, uh, personal stories. How you dwelled with the Ouija board once, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Goes that followed you home in your car, etc., mm-hmm. etc. So it was really fun to do. I really want to have. Um, you had an impact with our listeners. You had an impact on me, obviously, because now you have also segments on our show every month at the end of the month, the Warp Reality segment where you bring in creepy stories and you blow it out of the house, bro. You 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 rock it, bro. <laughs> what you got, man? No, you know, I, I love talking about this stuff, you know, uh, and it's just, you know, to me, I definitely, like I always say, I take the subject matter seriously, but I don't take myself too seriously. You know, uh-huh. so I try and bring entertainment to it, you know, as well as to digest you know, it. Right. Information, you know, like mm-hmm. it's for me, it's not really I mean, a lot of these paranormal podcasters like to talk in a real spooky voice and a real gravelly voice. And that's just not me. You know, I was thinking that when I first started the podcast, I'm like, ah, maybe maybe I'll do it. I'm like, you know what? That's that's just not who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, so let me just try and give it the the real you know the the new york attitude you know that's what I, right that's right so that's that's how i uh that's how i like to tell this stuff you know kind of straight up you know i'm i'm a realist more than i'm 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 a believer for sure mm-hmm. but i'm a realist also mm-hmm. you know and that's just how i've always been with the stuff awesome bro awesome tell us a little bit about warp reality um what are you working on right now do you have you have found any because i know you have segments with uh white castle no no white house investigation team i like their stories too it's just a little hard yeah. to 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 uh digest it because it's a lot of information compact in one giant episode yeah no he um <clears throat> chris whitehouse of the white house investigation team yeah actually and he actually came in because um I was thinking about quitting the doing the whole podcasting thing because I just wasn't really getting the response that I really wanted yeah. to at the time. And um, I had my last ditch effort was to like go online and say, hey, you know, because my original my first season, I had a I had a co-host mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, maybe maybe that's what it's missing. Maybe I'm missing a co-host or somebody else. Maybe people are just bored of hearing just me talk you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's when i thought of these segment ideas you know which i stole by the way <laughs> that's totally fine man yeah. and uh yeah so chris had actually said well i can't really be a co-host he goes but i could i could send you some stuff you know we could kind of because he was trying to build up his youtube channel uh-huh. so i'm like all right yeah well let's help each other out you know and mm-hmm, i'll promote mm-hmm. that's why i'm always promoting his book that he has and his youtube channels and he's always you know helping me out as well you know because mm. it's not really to me it's never a competition you know word word the, the whole thing is saturated anyway i mean there's yeah millions of podcasts a lot yes <laughs> yeah so it's like who are you really competing against you know that's mm-hmm. that's insane if you if you take it as a competition exactly you know? so if we could all help each other you know which is what we what we've been doing as well you know mm-hmm. you guys and and me so you know but my uh my other segment is with my buddy from high school actually before that from elementary school uh wow. Dave, uh-huh. who uh, who does horror movie reviews and me and him have been watching horror movies since blockbuster was around and we we would go every friday night and 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 rent like the worst horror movies you could think of worst okay. meaning like the b c d rated horror movies that are like just uh-huh. terrible. and yeah. uh you know and that's and he still does that i unfortunately i don't have a lot of time to watch movies <laughs> so I'm like, that's his passion i heard about the <laughs> check it out 
review it, you know, and that's and yeah. he loves it, you know, because we were actually in a band together. Wow. Back in high school named Warped Reality. And uh yeah. Wow. So there's that's where the name comes from. That's the awesome, dog. That's awesome, bro. Rock band. So yeah, from 20, 20 years ago, over 20 years ago. And uh that's where I got the name from from the podcast and from from that band. And I'm like, well, who better to have on my show than the singer of my old band of warp reality. Bam. Yeah. And and another funny thing is the person that does all my artwork for the show was uh, the bass player from the warp reality band as well. So, so I the sp- band is still together in a sense. Yeah, man. You know, like th- those are, oh, those two guys will always be my best friends, even though we're not in the same state anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, we don't see each other. We don't, you know, that's how I, you know, connect with them and still communicate with them is through this stuff. So, you know, I really enjoy doing it with the, with those guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, the show, the show gets very well put together. I'm a fan, bro. I'm a fan. <laughs> Ever since I found you, dude, I'm a fan. I'm a sucker for all this Bigfoot stuff, all these paranormal activity stuff, the freaking haunted eBay. I read it on Reddit. I love those segments, man. I, they make me laugh. They catch me. I love it, dog. <laughs> it's good well, shit. Well, you're going to love the new segment I just I just put out, too, which is uh, with a, a guy named John Wright who I had a show on the Christmas episode. Uh-huh. Um, he's he's a new segment host. Is now. this the museum? The museum guy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I follow him on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I followed him on Twitter. Yeah. He's he's gonna be uh well, he already is a segment host, also. It's gonna be called mm-hmm. his name is John Wright, and it's called the Wright Headspace. And he's wow. gonna because he's a he's an official he's an official MUFON investigator. MUFON, so what's he, that? It's uh the mutual hold on, the mutual UFO network, and it's um a a national network that has all these people that uh, volunteer to uh, investigate UFO claims. It's like a real, a real thing. And he's the head you said, no, 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 he's not the head, but he's an investigator. Wow. So it's funny yeah. that you mentioned this UFO stuff, all these balloons and UFO getting shut down right now. Well, yeah, I was going to actually talk to you about that too. I mean, there's been, there's, uh, I think another one today. I forget Michigan or something like that. So, yeah, something yesterday another. Canada, today Michigan. There's a, there's one on top of Uruguay, Alaska. Alaska yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know, man. Listen, I don't, I don't. What's your take on UFOs and aliens and stuff? I try not to bring it into. Okay, look, I there's like personalities in my head, right? So mm-hmm. I try to think, keep it down to earth, mm-hmm. keep it, uh, um, you know conspiracy wise don't go political because once i go political i take a full right turn i'm like oh they're trying to distract us because they're because of the the the, the laptops out and etc et you know right. the stuff the political climate is crazy right now but when i go into my conspiracy self i want to see ufo so much man i want to be able to like I, the i'm a millennial bro i was born in 1990 and I, Oh, like wow. the promotion of in the 90s movies, the UFO movie was a blowout in the early 2000s. I'm a fan of like Battleship, Independence Day. You know, I grew up with these movies, Alien, Alien Predator. So I want to see hopefully a peaceful race. But I would also love to see human race going against some different species. Right. Um, Obviously, I don't want to go through the suffering, you know, but like because my mind plays out like a movie. But um, look, dude, look. I'm a, I'm a, I'm against the fence between it being a political scam, a, a publicity stunt, Project Blue Bean, because there's a lot of different things that are cracking down right now. Mm-hmm. But I also think that 
UFOs have been among us from the beginning. Roswell was probably the biggest hideout um, UFO cover up in, in, in US history. And then amongst others that we don't even know about, you get what I'm saying? And why all of a sudden is the US government and every other government um, exposing this UFO um, UFOs being attacked? You get what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, because they can't me, man. hide it anymore. Because they can't hide it anymore. It's too much out there. It's too, they have their own US Navy people coming out and saying, we caught this on, on camera. Like we saw this stuff. They cannot hide it. You know, it's no, and the thing is, actually, a few years back, um, the Israeli, I, I think they were, I want to say they called them space commander. The Israeli space commander came out and said, there are aliens. Trump is aware of it. Are um, uh, among us. Trump mm -hmm. is aware of it. Mm -hmm. and, but, but they do not feel comfortable coming out just yet because it's in the middle of the pandemic and they don't want to frighten people more than they would already be frightened you know it would yeah. cause mass hysteria you know it would be insane i mean people would probably denounce religion it fucks up the timeline man it would be insane yeah yeah you know so there's a lot We're not of capable i gotta think of you know but honestly i feel like it's getting closer and closer and it kind of excites me a little bit because right. my, my thing is this if they wanted to destroy us why would they wait for us to know about them to destroy us they would have already done it. You know, there would be no reason for for them to say, oh, well, now they know about us. Let's let's blow up the earth. You know, mm -hmm. they would have did it when we wouldn't when we wouldn't even have thought about them. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's how I see it. You know? Yeah. You know what? I think the Chinese balloon made a lot of people look up in the sky more. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. So now a lot more people are more vigilant. You get what I'm saying? So now they have the cameras ready. Now they have the, the you know, things pointed at the sky a lot more often because they want to catch balloons in the sky, et cetera, et cetera. And instead of catching balloons, they're catching more UFOs and the army has to fucking shoot them down in front of everybody. I think that's probably what's going on. Yeah. Good theorizing, good theorizing. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, with, with uh, the new segment with John, you know, since he's the MUFON guy, you know, he's going to talk a lot about UFOs and he's a huge... Uh, wow. Bigfoot enthusiast. So yeah. he he loves Bigfoot, this guy. Yeah. So he's definitely going to be talking a lot about Bigfoot too. I, I can't what wait. What an exciting time. Is uh you know for more of his segments because it's gonna be pretty awesome. Yeah, um, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear that that's happening. And I'm a Bigfoot guy too. I just had a second Bigfoot um episode with a friend of mine backwards. Uh he's on YouTube as well. Backwards uh backwards Bigfoot. He's mm -hmm. He's he he has great content, video content on YouTube, but um he has encounters as well, encounter uh stories. Now yeah. let's jump right into it, bro. Before we eat up the whole time, you know, you want to bring in a story of time traveling Trump, and I'm not talking about Donald Trump, I'm talking about Baron Trump. Give me yeah, right, start cool, off easy. All right, all right. <laughs> so I had this written down. I had this written out for for your segment. So so I might sound like I'm reading it because I. I pretty much am, all right, because I wrote it down like that. Um, but we're not going to talk about the Trump yet. Okay. I'm going to get to that. Okay. So let's first talk about, have you ever heard of the Philadelphia experiment? Um, is it a boat? Some uh, Something with a, with a military man got stuck to the boat because they were trying to warp or trans, uh, okay. transfer things? Something like that. So so let me read this here, right? Okay. Oh, man. So check this out. And then, and then I'm going to blow your mind. Oh, awesome. Hold on. That are going to blow you up. 
The Philadelphia experiment kind of borders the paranormal and conspiracy realm. It's widely believed to be uh, a made-up story, but I'm going to get into some details about it, and I'm going to finish it off, right? So the events that occurred on October 28th, 1943, to a naval ship destroyer escort, the USS Eldridge, is an interesting uh, experiment, right? So the story goes like this. On that date, the military was was supposedly conducting an experiment on the ship in the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard to test the ability to cloak or to make the ship invisible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was was said that the idea of it had been driven by the brilliant minds of Albert Einstein and Nikola Tesla. Remember that, remember that name, by the way, remember Tesla. So on, on October 28th, 1943, the Navy attempted to use electromagnetic fields to pull off to, to pull off this feat. There were a bunch of crew members on board, and when witnesses saw an eerie greenish glow around the hull of the ship, the generator started up, and then the USS Eldridge disappeared. It just disappeared in thin air. The wow. ship was, was then seen a few moments later in a Norfolk Naval Yard in Virginia, but only for a few seconds. It was only seen for a few seconds in Virginia right away. And then it disappeared again and it reappeared back in Philadelphia. Uh Oh, okay. It it almost seemed like it was a successful experiment. Uh, Only when it returned back, the crew was in bad shape. Some crew members were, went insane. Some suffered strange illnesses and others were fused to the metal of the ship. Yeah, I know there's images of that, dude. But they're yeah. stuck. Like their face, one of them is the face is coming out of half of the hull of the ship. This other one is on the floor of the ship, different body parts coming out of oh dude. It's something of a movie, bro. Hollywood magic type of stuff. I remember seeing I remember seeing something about it on on like one of those not travel channel, because this was way before the travel channel had this stuff, but like maybe going back like 20 years ago, I remember seeing like a uh you know a reenactment of it. And it, it freaked me out then. Like, I still remembered, oh, the Philadelphia experiment. I'm like, I got to yeah. do something about that, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right. That's wicked. So Trump, right? Let's okay, there you go. <laughs> but by the way, I'm just going to precursor this by saying, you know, I'm I'm not a political person. I, mm-hmm. I don't argue politics because I don't really know enough about it to argue politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm just going to put that out there. Okay. So, Lawyer Ingersoll Lockwood had written a pair of books about a boy named Baron Trump, which, of course, is Donald Trump's son's name, right? Mm-hmm. The books were titled Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey and Little Baron Trump and His Wonderful Dog Bulger. Okay. It was about a boy named Baron that goes to Russia and finds a portal that allows him and his dog to travel through time fucking stargate <laughs> the person in the book who guides baron his name was don don donald okay okay okay, okay. person's name that guided baron in the books his name was don and they called him the master of all masters of course we'll call himself that <laughs> now, mind you though, check this out mind you <clears throat> these books were published in the 1800s these are real books. These are Facts. real books. You could get okay. them. You could get these books. Prints of them, I, I guess. So that's that's one thing that kind of is nuts, right? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, by the way, the one thing I didn't write in here. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, here we go. Don't forget it. <laughs> write it down. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. So then Mr. Lockwood had also written a pamphlet in 1896 entitled 1900 or the last president. It's a, it's about a huge uproar over an election from a political outsider who was a wealthy man from New York city. Get the fuck out of here. And wait, and wait, his vice president's name was Mr. Pence. Nah, wait, wait no, dude, you, this is insane, bro. It's wait, sick. Wait, wait, wait. The, the book was written almost beyond a hundred years ago. Right. Okay. Yes. And, and, the, the 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 guide of the kid named Baron Trump. His name is Don Masters of all masters. Of course, him call Donald Trump would call himself that. That's then you true. have is that he was the president, the last president of the U.S. Right? Yeah, they called him the last president. Yeah, and then his vice president was Mr. Pence. Yes, and there was a huge wow. uproar over an over the election of a political outsider. Not to interrupt you, New York City. We did a, a an episode on devolution again. Not to try to jump into politics because the, the 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 podcast has been very political recently. But um, devolution is also thing. It's like apparently Trump is still the president through some military operation. Okay, and 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 Biden is just a plain president, I guess. But this book, the way you just put it out, the names it pulls out, mm-hmm. it's for this is foretelling, bro. Wait now! Now wait, wait. Now I mean, have more. You know, this is this is the insane thing, man. So this is crazy. So Nikola Tesla, like I had said before, he had something to do with the Philadelphia experiment, right? Uh huh. He passed away at the beginning of 1943. Now the mm-hmm. Philadelphia experiment happened towards the end of 1943. Mm-hmm. Okay, when he had died the government sent a very intelligent engineer to look over all of Tesla's journals to make sure that there was nothing in there that could potentially harm the government. Okay. He was, he was one of the brightest minds in the U S and one of the only people that could understand Tesla's notes. His name was John Trump and he was Donald Trump's uncle. I knew it. I knew it. I know I heard this one before. I knew it. Okay. 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 Wow. To me is that look, it, it kind of all lines up. Think about it. Nikola Tesla dies in the beginning of 1943, right? Donald Trump's uncle checks out all this stuff. Nikola Tesla, even on his deathbed, I didn't even write this in my notes. I found this out later on. Nikola Tesla on his deathbed had had um, told somebody that he had invented time travel. He also said that he was Venetian. Yeah. From Venus. Yeah. Not a lie. That's not a lie. Hey, a, a, know, right? He was a very intelligent man. He apparently used to catch radio signals from space. Somebody from space would send him signals on how to make these these uh, um these amazing uh, marvels, and he would just do them. He would be thinking of it and arming it as he's thinking of it with no notes. I'm talking about like no architecture paper. He was an intelligent, super smart, ahead of his time. And for Donald Trump's uh, uncle to be involved in this, yeah, we got some, we got some conspiracies here. Yeah, because, because think, <laughs> think about it. I mean, look, I'm not saying anything about the Trumps, but mm. if you know, think about the connection there. You know, Donald Trump's uncle finds the stuff, says, "Oh shit, he figured out time travel. Well, let me take this shit for myself," 
and you know they could they could do the only thing the only thing that doesn't make sense to me how would he know well no my thing is this is donald trump we're talking about right mm-hmm. he, he would make himself he would make himself like the the leader of the free world like the richest man in the world you know that's what i would think Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only thing that kind of throws a wrench into it for me. Like, mm-hmm. why you make yourself, you know, Elon Musk? <laughs> you know, like, you know what I mean? Okay, so I'm trying to put it together. His about uncle power. got the stuff. About power than money, really. I mean, he always right? wants power more than money. Yeah. I would, you know. Wouldn't his uncle, okay, so his uncle would go back in time and make the book or will go in t- and forward in time? To put Trump in power, how would that work? I don't know. I mean, unless unless he left the secrets with, you know, the family, the family, and then Donald Trump did something about it. Why leave the book in the past? How would that tell a story? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But there's too many weird connections to it to to like kind of just dismiss it. I think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, absolutely. yeah, I just thought it would be really cool. I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, I got to bring this up to you because, I, you know, it has, like I said, it has the whole paranormal thing with the time travel stuff and the whole conspiracy thing kind of wrapped up into one, you know? Exactly. And the times that we're living right now, bro, it is, you, tell, you tell me UFOs are getting bombarded in Canada. I'll believe you, you know, <laughs> it's crazy stuff, dog, crazy stuff. Well, listen, years ago, years ago, when when people used to hear about UFOs, it was a joke, you know, like I remember, I mean, you're, you're 10 years younger than me, but I, I remember like on TV, they would be like, oh yeah, there was a UFO sighting and they'd be all laughing and making jokes about it and crap. They don't make jokes about it anymore. It was taboo thing now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, now it's like, oh yeah, there was an un- unidentified flying object. We have no idea. The military shot it down. We don't know what it was. They don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And it's a real serious thing now. Mm-hmm. You know, so and specifically after Trump's era, we've had a declassification of UAPs and UFOs, a series of them where there's trials, there's uh, there's fucking uh, there's uh, witnesses, there's encounters with uh, airmen. What's it called? Uh, pilots. Right. Mm-hmm. They, Absolutely, they, bro. they put together a 17 person team of of the greatest minds in the country together for this UFO team that they have mm-hmm. now. It's another team after the one that Trump put up, you know, they, they have another research team, you know, like why would they be spending all this money if, you know, what to just say, Oh yeah, it's a weather balloon. No, you know, no, no, there's other stuff going on. I didn't even know there was another 17 man team working into deeper stuff. That is, that's, and that's coming out of the black budget and it's kept well, very secret because I didn't know anything about that. Right. I mean, I think I would assume more other people like me don't know about that. There's another secondary team looking into deeper stuff for UAPs and UFOs, right? And um, there's something for them to take it into this deep into matter, to take it this seriously is a matter of national security. It has to be. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, and the fact that they're they're doing all this means that these these aircrafts are flying with intelligent control. It, you know, it's not just like a meteor or something like that, where it's just like, oh, yeah, it's just something flying. They they know that these things are flying with some kind of intelligence behind it, you know? Absolutely. You know, so I think there's, I I, I hope it happens soon. I mean, it, it's getting closer <laughs> and closer, man. It's getting closer you, and closer. You live in New York, bro. New York is probably going to be the most impacted. That's like the Great Apple. That's where all the cultures meet. You know, that's, 
I'm saying that's going to be, fuck, I'm talking about headquarters, not headquarters, the epicenter of an impactful reaction from the from the civilians, from people where they get to see a real UFO. If it's going to happen anywhere, it has to happen in these um, big populated areas. You get what I'm saying? Right. For all of you guys to capture that moment. Absolutely, dude. All right, so Baron Trump, time traveling. So you said also underground adventures? So this guy was like, we're talking about hollow earth or we're jumping into another. Well, no, I mean, I mean, these, these are just like, uh, stories that this guy had made about, uh, this little boy named Baron that went on these adventures with this dog and they time traveled through time and stuff like that. Um, that's, that's what these two books were about. Um, you know, basically, but, uh, I believe that that's where he found the time travel thing was underground somehow. I didn't actually read the books. I probably should. They'd probably be pretty interesting, especially knowing what we know now, you know. About and the resemblance of the little book, the guy, the Baron Trump kid to Donald Trump's son, Baron Trump. Yeah. They're identical, bro. You've seen that back, like next to yeah. each other picture. I think I I made it. I put it on the video as well. That's insane. Well, well, that's what I'm saying too, man. I mean, it's it's like, it's one thing like, all right, Donald Trump could have said, oh, yeah, you know, I really like these books back in the day. Let me name my kid Baron, you know, over this. OK, uh -huh. that, coincidence. That, yeah, that could be a coincidence. So, you know, like, you know, he meant to do that. But then everything else just doesn't doesn't add up to be coincidence. You know, it's <laughs> a little bit a little bit too much to be coincidence. What's your take on it, man? What's your deep thought on it? What makes you go bananas on this? I mean, just. Look, I, I've been a Back to the Future fan all my life. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, uh -huh. you know, and just the thought of time travel being real, you know, or that it's been done already is just insane to me. It's mind blowing to me, you know, and, you know, I, I hope I honestly I hope it is true. You know, I think yeah. that that's incredible, you know, that that they can do stuff like that. You know, it, I mean, of course, in the wrong hands, it could, you know, weapon bad but um, you know i guess we have to wait and see because you never know what could happen you know down the line i guess what could be uncovered but you know tesla also invented the coils his coils um that machine that he made he could harvest free energy and there's a reason why <clears throat> the u.s representatives at the time decided to use edison's machines instead of Tesla's it was because they could manufacture it and they could sell it they could make a profit out of it Tesla um was ahead of his time he also mentioned that if you know the secrets of the number 369 I don't even know about that yeah. the number is 369 so every every single time you multiply for example three times three equals nine right uh, nine times nine is 81, eight plus one equals nine. So every single time you multiply or add those numbers, they will always come back to the three, six, nine. I'm gonna send you the link. It's on, it's on a YouTube video <clears throat> where you do this. I, I forgot the name of the mathematical equation where you add every number. Every number makes a whole different timeline <clears throat> when you add them and you multiply them. But three, six, nine, when you multiply those numbers, those are the only three numbers that stand alone. So mm -hmm. Tesla said, if you know the secrets of three, six, nine, you'll, you'll have the key to the universe. It's crazy stuff, dog. Crazy stuff. So Tesla being ahead of his time and, and and leaving this camouflage stuff, right? That he left that the government was behind. And the government probably collected a lot, a lot of more different things that we don't know about. Yeah. Uh now let me ask you this. Uh, you know, politics aside, what do you think of uh Elon? 
What do you think of Elon Musk? Wow, dude. Good question. I think he's a visionary. I think, uh, honestly, I mean, he's talk about one of the brightest minds of all time. I mean, that mm. that dude is, is incredible, I think. Yeah, yeah. I do know this. Elon, I'm putting, taking away. I'm not going to take anything that you said away. He is amazing and involved. Now, the only, there's only one way that you cannot, you can stop liking Elon Musk is if he gets directly involved with politics. That's right. the, when you, right? That's, you go that way, you could be the rock and you become a politician, you're going to lose out money for sure. Yeah. People are going to stop liking you for some reason. Elon Musk, like you say, he's a visionary. He wants to take us to Mars. I'm mm -hmm. a big freaking time travel, space travel guy. He's smart. He know he's been warning about the 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 the, the people about AI being probably the big the biggest weapon to be used against us in the near future. You know, he's extremely smart. I really like the guy, but I also know that the people that we think are extreme billionaires, the one percent, mm. the people that are really billionaires and they're out in the public showing themselves and presenting themselves as the billionaires, there's people above them that are extreme more trillionaires that probably move the money a lot more than these people do. So I don't want to say he's a puppet. I'm against the fence again. I, like, I don't want to say he's working against us, but dude, putting a chip in our heads, <clears throat> I don't want to, I'm not religious, bro. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. But putting a chip on our heads, that's biblical, bro. <laughs> that's biblical. Yeah. Dog, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if you saw a few months back, he had actually, uh, he, he had this uh, conference where he showed a real robot and the robot walked out on stage. Did you see that? Yeah. The one with the black face. Did it the Tesla bot. <clears throat> and, he, Tesla and, he bot. and he walked out on stage and did like a little dance or whatever. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, it's insane, man. Like he actually, I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's going to put a lot of people out of work for sure. You know, yeah. having robots like that, but just, I mean, it's incredible, you know, what, what he's able to to accomplish. I mean, and his I'm, patents like, are all free, right? Are they? Yeah. yeah, he has all his patents out and you could it's public knowledge. You could tap into him. And he says, because there's no competition. He goes, I want my competitors to know what I'm dealing with so that they could outsmart me and then keep innovating, keep innovating. That too, bro. That's very humble. Dog. Amazing. Well, well, there was a thing that I saw on, on TikTok that I really liked with him, too where um, I forget exactly what he was talking about, something to do with his rocket ships. And um, he had said, he had said, oh yeah, you know, we did this and this and this. And the, the person that was interviewing him said, well, why didn't you, why wouldn't you do it like that? And, and he like scratches his chin. He goes, you know what? That's, that's a good idea. I think we're going to revisit that. Right. Oh, shit. And, and then it shows six months later and it's the same it's the same interviewer and he goes yeah he goes i was thinking about what you said that day and he goes so we we changed it and like so he actually took that guy's idea and made it a reality and said you know what he was right and he gave credit wow. where credit was due like i think that's i think that's very very cool that he's he it's not like above him to mm -hmm. take suggestions and to take you know it really shows that he really wants humankind to move out of Earth. He really wants to innovate. His Absolutely. genuine emotion is to grow. It's not even about the money or the wealth. He has all the money in the wealth. You get what I'm saying? He could have any woman he wants. Yeah. He really wants us off this rock. And he'll take any, you know, he's very humble. I like that. And specifically after he, he bought Twitter and he dropped those Twitter files and continues to drop the truth bombs, I'm a fan. <laughs> and, that's, and that's why people are like, well, why would he want to sell it? He, he only bought it to to get those secrets that's that's why he bought it he's not he's not he's definitely not stupid like i, like I told you 
you yeah, go politician, you go politic political, people are gonna stop liking you. You right. know, why would he take that hit? Because he wanted to expose the truth. He, he you know, and he had the means to it. Amazing guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the last thing, I don't know if you've seen, have you heard about the Tesla phone? I'm definitely getting the Tesla Pi phone, bro. Oh, bro, out. it's gonna knock Apple on his ass. What do you hell oh, yeah? Man. I mean, what do you think is gonna happen within those two? Warring factions stuff that's that that it's promising. I mean, come on, it's it's too it's too good to to pass up. I'm definitely I've had Apple since since the iPhone three, and I'm dropping Apple cold when I when that when yeah. that phone comes out. Yeah, yeah. You know, plus Apple hasn't really been good since Steve Jobs died. It hasn't really been innovative. They haven't really put out anything different since Steve Jobs passed away. Yeah, all that has passed. Is, Hmm. Yeah. Time has passed for Apple. Yeah. I mean, all all they've all they do is make the camera a little bit better. Every Samsung's know. doing a better job now. If you compare these Samsung's phones, like, dude, what the hell? Sure. You could zoom into like a building and see people's light, light, like light fixtures and stuff. Yeah, I can't do that with my iPhone. <laughs> right. I mean, so I'm I'm definitely looking forward to the Pi phone when that comes out because that's gonna. That's be what pretty- it's called, the Pi phone. What a smart guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. We needed something new. We needed something new because Apple, obviously, four years with the same design on our Apple phones. I'm a fan, dude. I'm a fan of Apple. I stopped using Android. I was a fan of LG for a minute, too. I stopped using anything that was Android when the iPhone 7 came out. iPhone 7 was my very first iPhone. And after that, dude, I took out how I had an Android ever since. But you bring in Tesla, you're going to have to be, look, it's not the fastest or the strongest that survived. It's the one, is the most adaptable. That's the one that's going to survive the most. So if Apple can adapt to pressing competition unlimited wealth you know by from tesla and elon musk then you know by all means adapt (laughs) only thing that kind of scares me with musk is i mean i love his whole thing about freedom of speech i think that's great right but the only thing that kind of scares me is that and i'm not into i'm not into stocks i don't i don't do stocks or anything like that Uh but just the fact that a man like that could just say yeah you know what I'm not going to drink Pepsi anymore. I think Pepsi sucks. And then the whole stock market will crash. Pepsi stocks will drop like like nobody's business all because he said, yeah, eh, I don't like Pepsi anymore. You know, just somebody with that kind of pull, that kind of power and influence is that's kind of scary, you know, but at least it's in somebody like his hands that it's I feel it's a little safer in his hands than some others, you know? Yeah. It's uh, the dude. The dude has. Um, I mean, there's a there's a saying that came out of uh, New York. The saying is, um, you're, you're you're gonna laugh on this one. Great power comes great responsibility. The Absolutely. guy should not have all that power if he is not able to pay the light bill, right? The guy knows that he has that amount of pull, but each amount of pull, each time that he makes a decision, there's gonna be consequences and a ripple effect that happens after. So yeah, he could maybe bring down Pepsi. But the guy's gonna have, you know, a turmoil events, and maybe possibly even have more haters that which he doesn't need, you know, or sanctions and stuff. And he's connected with the with the U.S. military with the military complex like this, hmm. Starlink. Yeah, he's he. Uh, we use his hat oh, satellites. Yeah. We're using his freaking rockets to go to the moon, etc., etc., etc. So he is interwined in everything. He ain't going yeah. nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and the, the last thing I'm gonna say about the guy yeah. actually is, do you know that he has the most retweeted tweet on all of twitter and being the owner of twitter huh what yeah. tweet is that this is the best this is the best <laughs> thing in the world though <laughs> when i heard this I, I i cracked up for a while man he said that he has the 
the biggest tweet of all of Twitter. And it was the one where right after he bought Twitter, he said, now I'm going to buy Coca-Cola to put the cocaine back in. That's his biggest tweet. (laughs) (laughs) And he has a fun side of him too. Right. Right. I was was like, that is awesome. (laughs) I'm like that. That just, that just sealed the deal for me. I'm like, I love this guy. (laughs) And the thing is, the thing is that he can do it. He has the means to, he can do it if he wanted to. <laughs> and change the laws and everything. Oh, yeah, Kobe. Yeah, so now. much pull. Like, you know? but, uh, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. Goes Joe. You came and you freaking rocked it. We're at the hour mark, man. I really appreciate you coming out. Warp Reality Podcast is in the fucking house. New York again in the fucking house. You rocked it this time. Um, not that you never don't, but <laughs> go ahead and tell the listeners where to find you, all your links, and then um, lead us out. So yeah, you can find uh, the Warp Reality podcast on all you know all the podcasting platforms, um, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. And if if you do go on Apple Podcasts, I'd appreciate uh, a review if you could a review, uh, whether it's good or bad. You know, I'm I'm all good with that. You could call uh eight four five six hundred zero seven four four, and that's my little hotline. If you if you have a paranormal experience that you'd like to share and you want me to put it on the show, or if you want to be a guest in the show, please call that. <coughs> let me know as well. Um, and yeah, I, I hope uh, you guys listen and check me out, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Ghost Joe. Excuse me. There. I was, I was, <laughs> I was getting stuck We're a little both bit feeling it right now. We're both <laughs> sick here. You know what? Um, Warp Reality Podcast for me is on one of my top five uh, podcasts and I, I don't listen to a lot. Um, and <clears throat> I love the way you structure your show again. Make sure you check him out, Warp Reality Podcast, and the warprealitypodcast.com. And on top of that, he's wearing my shirt, so look at that. Look at that. Awesome, bro. Awesome, dude. That's amazing. Mirror, mirror, mirror image, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's amazing stuff what you're doing out there. Keep doing what you're doing, guys, and make sure. So I have a couple of listeners that do have paranormal stories, so I'm going to send them your 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 podcast. I'm going to send them your, your IG. So they could hit you up and send you. I have a friend that he's a tattoo. I don't want to mention his name on, on the air, but... um. He owns a tattoo shop off uh, Michigan. I think it's Michigan, Virginia. And the dude, I wanted to have him on our show in October instead of before I met you. And uh, and he was telling me, dude, look at this. He he sends me videos of white orbs in his tattoo shop. And he thinks it's his little brother that died off um, of uh, an overdose that's wow. haunting him still. And then he also told me that sometimes, I, don't, I think I shared this with you. He goes into his tattoo shop. And then he brings donuts into the tattoo shop and he tells the ghost, help yourself so that nothing goes misplaced and the machines work all day. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Oh, oh, one, one last thing too. If you, if anybody does want to uh, share their paranormal experiences, I don't, you know, I don't uh, ridicule or anything like that. You know, I'm, listen, I, the only person I make fun of is myself on the show. You know, I'm very open-minded and, uh, you know, you could, you could even tell me your, your experiences, um, you know, anonymously if you'd like. So That's I'm right. on with that too. Awesome. Awesome. Make sure you check them out. The Warped Reality Podcast, the Warped Reality Podcast. Ghost Show, thank you so much for being here. It was amazing, well, bro. Always fun, man. Paranoid Radio.